You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. Once winter comes along, and because of the the storage facilities that they have for their gas, um, are going to start to get quite low. Eighteen dollars might be a low price. Like the the price of gas, like like they're they're saying it might be two times or even three times the price, because there's just going to be a shortage of of gas in the whole area. If you look at the EBITDA, before at nine dollars. Um, it wasn't bad, but at $18 now, if you look at 2023, 2024, and 2025, just a quick calculation, you're running from about 100 million to 140 million per year. And if you look at our, our company evaluation of about 75 million, but three times the yearly um, flow there is like three times 100 to three times uh, 140, you're talking 300 million to over 400 million um, value. And we're only valued at $75 million. million. So we're highly undervalued. Welcome back to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. And in today's episode, we're getting an update from Arthur Halloran. He is the CEO of Trillion Energy, one of our sponsors that we've been speak, uh, speaking to and featuring for about a year and a half. And the company is getting closer to that initial goal that we talked about in our first interview with Art, which is spudding their first well at their SASB project in the Black Sea, just off the coast of Turkey. And at current gas prices, this this company could potentially be flush with cash in the not too distant future. So here to talk about that and the macro developments is Art. Art, welcome back onto the show. Thanks for having me back on again. It's important I come to, to give you a, a good update. Absolutely. And I remember our first interview when we were going over the economics of the project, you were going to be paid $6 US per MCF. And I remember you telling me that, Bill, this is like double what uh, you guys are getting in the States. But now you're looking at $18 per MCF. So the economics of the projects just exploded in your favor. Uh, Walk us through some of the macroeconomic situations in the Black Sea region there. What's going on in the natural gas markets? Yeah, so, so some days I'm afraid I might wake up because I can't believe the price we're getting. So Turkey imports um, 90% of their gas and 50% of, of their gas actually comes from Russia. And as you know, Russia invaded uh, the Ukraine and Turkey is part of NATO. At the same time, also Bulgaria um, imports almost 100% of their gas from Russia and their line has now been shut off. Same with Poland. Uh, the Ukraine has shut off one of their lines, uh, their pipelines that go through them that's now held by the, by the Russians. And in Europe, again, predominantly, they get most of their gas also from Russia. And there's a big move to wean themselves off of Russian gas. So there's just not enough uh, supply. And a lot of them... The storage facilities are only about maybe 30, some are up to 60% filled. And so there's a big demand um, and the gas is just being squeezed. And so we're getting $18 MCF, that's US in Turkey and also $22 um, the last time I looked US in Bulgaria. And the other issue is that they feel that like Turkey's got two um, LNG but one is privately owned and the other one is, of course, the government. And so they get 10% of their gas. But at the same time, 
all the other countries now in Europe are also trying to get LNG. So that's now causing a lot of problems with that supply. And they have things that they plan to do. And whatever they plan to do is going to take two to three to potentially four years. So you can imagine if they want to build a LNG port, that's that's a two, three, four-year project. So you're going to see um, once winter comes along, and because of the, the storage facilities that they have for their gas um, are going to start to get quite low, $18 might be a low price. Like the, the price of gas, like like they're, they're saying it might be two times or even three times the price because there's just going to be a shortage of, of gas in the whole area. And so we should be coming online with production at that time to capitalize on those potential higher prices. Yeah, that's correct. So if you look at the EBITDA, before at $9, um, it wasn't bad. But at $18 now, if you look at 2023, 2024, and 2025, just a quick calculation, you're running from about $100 million to $140 million per year. And if you look at our, our company evaluation of about $75 million, but three times the yearly um, flow there is like three times 100 to three times uh, 140. You're talking 300 million to over 400 million um, value. And we're only valued at $75 million. million. So we're highly undervalued. Even when you look at the NPV 10s. So in my old presentations, based on the, the price deck that we got from a third party, about $9 price deck, I always said, you know, for the reserves and the development locations management estimate is about $250 million US and NPV 10, that's our our interest, right? Um, that's at nine bucks. So at $18, that's like now half, that's 500 million and we're at 75 cents. So you can see that we're highly undervalued and our shares should be substantially higher than, than they are at, at this moment. So the market cap, as you mentioned, is about 70 million US dollars. Uh, energy companies, what multiple are they getting now? Some oil companies get five, but I don't some uh, nat gas companies with exploration upside, can't they get a 15 multiple? W what are you anticipating? I think five would be realistic, right? And I, I look and I, I say, okay, what, what can you sell? If you want to sell your company, what kind of value can you get? And usually, you know, five times, I just said three times, like three times, is 300 million or 450 million because as you know I'm not a, a promoter I'm a technical guy <laughs> and even even at three times you're talking three to 400 million and we're at you said like 70 million so at five times you know 500 to 600 million so we're severely um, undervalued right and key to unlocking that was a financing which you just completed a couple months ago and you put out an announcement you secured the rig uh, walk us through the significance of this yeah, and, and actually, this is a really good opportunity because I have a lot of investors sending me emails and phone calls. They said, I've raised this money, this 11 million, 12 million US basically. Um, is that enough to do the whole project? And if they remember, it's always been, I need a 20 million. So this, what we did was we we're in the process of doing um, a, a raise and the rig that we needed for this, this project, the one that drilled before, um, there was a window to secure it. It was working in Romania, and before they said it was they're open last year, but then they got a job, and I needed to get 
um, a million dollar upfront fee and pay for the MOB to secure the rig to guarantee it. So I did this non-broker prior replacement. I secured 11 to 12 million US. With that, I secured the rig. We just signed a definitive agreement now, totally finished on Monday. And so that rig is coming to my, <clears throat> my field, the SSB. And in the contract, it's supposed to start moving on July. And, I, and I'm not going to split hairs because, again, investors are asking me. So if I do a, a rig inspection or if there is, say, a week or two of trouble on the other location at the other company, it might be towards August. But by securing the rig and paying the money, and the other issue was we did a supply chain evaluation. And if you remember, there were some long lead items. So we have purchased those, which says that I will start drilling my first well uh, July, August. <clears throat> Program A, which are the five wells and the two recompletions, will be finished around the end of 2023. Uh, sorry, 2022. And as you know, every time I drill the wells, I complete them, I can put them on production. And the goal is to get the first program all producing for the winter of 2023 to capture the high ga gas price. And that will really cause us a good acceleration to pay off our, our CapEx. So everybody knows now I have the rig. The rig is going to be there July, August, and I bought long lead items. I'm still in the process of um, looking for debt financing or potentially raising a bit more money to finish the whole program. But again, if you looked at my other presentations, that was at $9. And now with the internal cash flow, potentially we can start being self-funding a lot earlier than what I had said before. So by, let's say, January 2024, are we looking at 3 million US and more per month cash flow? Is that what, at these prices? Um, no, sir. We're looking at basically double that. So okay. at the old Six price million. deck, yeah, at the old price deck, it was 3.7 million yeah. um, free cash flow US per month. And so at $18, it's basically uh, double that. And then after the second program, which was going to be, you know, towards the beginning of 2024, we would have also the other um, program be done. And that was going to give us $7.6 million uh, at the old price. So it would be $15 million now. And for investors newer to the story, we should point out you're able to do this with only a little bit amount of money up front because you have existing infrastructure in place. You have platforms, you have the piping at the bottom of the Black Sea, you have an onshore natural gas processing facility, which you'd estimate, what, about a half a billion dollars US are in today's prices to actually put all that in place? Yeah, that, that's correct. And the other thing that I wanna say is that it's in really good shape um, and it's underutilized, but it has a lot of room uh, for it. And like you say, if this was a standalone project and you develop and you would have to build all this infrastructure, you couldn't do it. Whereas in this case, uh, the CapEx is so um, small that we're just, you know, putting on the gas that we know exists and then put it on production. Okay. So we've talked about the potential market cap of the company applying a five multiple to your expected cash flow. But I like the exploration upside that you've discussed on the show previously, including some mysterious seven kilometer structure that you've identified that nobody else knows where it is but you when do we get to test things like this because this is where a lot of the true upside is even beyond the cash flow upside yeah so 
with my other interviews, I was in more detail, but so what I'm going to try to do is towards the end of the summer, um, choose two or three blocks that we've have defined. And then, um, so it's more long-term, it'll go through the gazetting. So you're looking at, you know, and we'll have good news as we go, but by the year two or three, we'll start, start drilling and looking for the larger, the larger projects. Okay. And you'll do it off block in the direction of uh, the, the tuna one discovery, which is, uh, it's 14 uh, TCF, right? The discovery about 80 kilometers North of you. Yeah. There's a couple of um, prospects. One is, one is towards that and one is, uh, is not. Okay. Right? But it's in the same, the same basin. So basically with that volume of gas basically tells you that there's thermally generated gas. <clears throat> so the whole basin now, the, um, burial evolution of it provided enough heat to generate gas to charge the larger structures whereas the SESB is more um, biogenic it's by bacteria so that's why you don't have such large volumes and that's why the concern before was about charging the large larger structures whereas with the new discoveries that shows that the gas is uh, most likely um, thermally generated in addition to your SASB gas field in the Black Sea, you also have onshore production and cash flow from the Sundari oil field. Uh, what are the economics of that project look, looking like right now at, uh, at these high gas prices? Yeah. So before, if you remember, I was saying we're making about 4 million US um, per year. And I believe that was at like, you know, sub $100 per barrel. So with the extra price, all that extra money just goes into our pocket because we have basically have set uh, OPEX. So it, it's a nice little, nice little field. It just keeps um, um, chugging away. Is, can, can we say double on that too? Double the revenue pretty much? Um, I might not double the rev revenue, but maybe add 50%. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then you have one more project in uh, Bulgaria. This is a one TCF natural gas project, any movement or any thoughts on this considering the high gas prices? We were having an environmental impact assessment done for the total project. And then when COVID came, we had to put that on hold. And the reason why we had to put it on hold because you had to have like townhouses, open up an office and a lot of public meetings. And of course, with COVID, we couldn't do it. And then it kind of went to the side there for a while. And then the price of gas is like $22 uh, U.S. And, M and MCF, and they also had their gas shut off by Russia. So now they're looking for alternative sources. And it, what it is, is we have about 90,000 acres. We're 100% owner of it. Um, it is a non-conventional gas uh, project, so it's coal bed methane and more titer-type sands. I believe there might be um, channel-type deposits that's more conventional, but what is known for sure is you have this... Um, this large amount of gas contained in unconventional deposits. Uh, we have a 2014 third-party uh, resource report that says there's about a TCF of gas on the property. And they, they say with the known recovery methods and so on, you could recover 50% of that. So that's 500 um, uh, BCF. And it, it, this kind of a project, it's not... Um, if you're going to get gas, it's how much gas you're going to get and what you're going to going to do. Um, the only the only thing that I have about this project is that right now I have such good potential in SESB that I know every dollar I put into SESB I can get a good return in a matter of months. Whereas the Bulgarian one is going to take about six months or so for the environmental study. 
then there'll be some time. Then you have to do a pilot project to see how much gas you get. So you're looking at two to three years. And what I'm doing, so my, I also got a bunch of um, comments from investors and so on saying, look, we don't want you to lose focus on SASB. And that is a good conversation because I find sometimes people lose focus and then they don't do a good job. They do half the job for each one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, and we already started to do it, is look for another company um, that would actually, that has good size pockets, that will actually farm in or do that um, project. And then we get some kind of value for that. So we go for a free ride as uh, Trillion investors, that's, essentially. That's, that's correct. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. And and then try to get some kind of um, value for the shares um, earlier than, you know, two, three years. Yeah, that makes sense. And an update for listeners that aren't aware, you have a new ticker symbol in the States. It's T-R-L-E-F. Uh, ticker in Frankfurt is Z. Z six two and same ticker in this in Canada, TCF website is trillionenergy.com. Well, Art, thank you for this update. Congratulations on the raise, the securing the rig, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing that flame at the at the top of the platform there in August. Yeah, no, thanks a lot, and for letting me uh, give an update. And I'm really I'm really excited and quite happy now. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10-for-1 returns as there is in small-cap and micro-cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment.
This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on miningstockeducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.